investing in property makes sense. Investing in the right property takes knowledge. Welcome to the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. I'm Jared McCabe, Director of Wakeland Property Advisory. Join me for expert insights into the fundamentals, trends and opportunities to help you create long-term wealth through smart property decisions. Hi everyone and thank you for joining me for episode 8 of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. So today, given we Melburnians are going through lockdown 4.0, I thought I'd uh, touch on the best ways to navigate lockdown for both buyers and for sellers. Now, clearly COVID-19 is likely to be an ongoing threat uh, until vaccination numbers start to increase. And therefore, these snap lockdowns we're currently experiencing are, are likely to pop up from time to time for at least probably the balance of 2021. So these potential disruptions need to really become part of a buyer or a seller's mindset. And you need to be always thinking about them. So all these words that we keep hearing for everyday life, being vigilant and flexible and agile, responsive, all those sorts of things, certainly apply to the property market as well. And therefore, there are a lot of considerations to take into account um, before making decisions. And it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all strategy when it comes to, um, to making these decisions. So we'll look at it from both angles and starting from a vendor or a seller's point of view. Um, one of the key elements is how far are you into your campaign? So how, and then therefore, how long is the lockdown likely to last? Now that's a, a question quite often that's how long's a piece of string, but sometimes you can get a bit of a gauge. Is it likely to be a eight, eight to 12 week lockdown like August, September last year was, or is it likely to be a, um, a week or so that we experienced back in February? Um, so what stage are you at within your campaign sort of looks along the lines of, are you still doing preparation work? Uh, looking to get an authority signed? Have you had photos taken yet? Um, is the property even online or um, have you had any inspections? So what stage of the campaign are you up to? And then that can start to determine which of the three P's as we've been referring to it um, as you should adopt. So do you proceed with your campaign? Do you postpone your campaign or do you pivot? Um, so and what you should decide um, is not going to be property specific for everyone. It's dependent upon your campaign uh, and on a number of factors that, um, that we'll go through now. So let's look at the proceed um, option there first. So that obviously means go ahead with the campaign, business as usual, but making some slight changes to um, comply with lockdown regulations. So if you were going with an auction, um, on-site auction, that obviously means that you would revert to a, uh, an online auction, which the market and the industry is very um, capable of adapting to, given that we've been doing it for um, over 12 months now. So typically the best um, type of campaign to proceed on is something that's going very well, obviously. So um, you've had really good exposure to the market, so you probably at least probably two Saturdays worth of inspections into the campaign. So a typical auction campaign is about three and a half weeks. So you'd want to have at least had two Saturday inspections, I would say, to proceed to justify proceeding onwards. Um, and having good engagement from buyers, positive responses, they're asking the right questions, potentially multiple inspections on a property, um, they're asking about terms uh, and, and requesting copies of the contract, that sort of thing. Uh, and then also checking to make sure that the buyers are, are comfortable with, with that online process. And sometimes that can depend on the likely buyer profile that you're dealing with. So for instance, if you're looking dealing with some downsizers who may not really feel comfortable with an online auction, then you may need to be flexible in that regard as well. So being mindful of who your, your target buyers are can help to determine whether or not proceeding or one of the other alternatives could be better for you. Um, 
and looking at things such as have the buyers had enough time to do their due diligence um, is also a consideration. So if you're far enough in, have they had time to review the contract and speak to a solicitor? One of the key ones is being able to carry out a building inspection and that can make it a, a, a decision for a buyer whether they'll proceed or not, particularly if a property does look as though it needs to do, have a bit of work done or if it's a period home. Um, some people won't proceed without getting a building inspection done, which I think is, is a very prudent approach. Um, but it's also something that vendors need to, buy, to bear in mind before uh, making a decision around whether they're going to proceed with their campaign. Um, and also, once you do decide that you are going to proceed, you and the agent need to have a very clear plan and a very clear message to convey to those buyers. So what is expected of the buyers? What do they need to do? Do they need to register? Do they? Where will the, the link be sent to them? Um, and what is the clear process that will be followed? And if, if everything is transparent and upfront, then buyers are far more likely to feel, feel comfortable to proceed in the current market. Now, the other alter- the next uh, alternative is to postpone your campaign. So typically this is an option where you haven't had enough exposure um, to the market. Uh, you might've felt that the property or the campaign was building really well and you were getting some good feedback but perhaps um, buyers haven't had enough time to do everything that they would want. So insufficient time to do that due diligence we spoke about before, uh, and particularly around building inspections. Um, and also that perhaps the engagement that you were hoping for hadn't yet occurred because you weren't far enough into the campaign. Um, and so the options there are, do you push it back perhaps a week or two, um, which is clearly uh, some option that people are taking up, or do you look to, to postpone and, and start uh, in a month or two's time and get an, a brand new clean and clear run at a campaign so that hopefully there may not be the same restrictions around access to the property and you can start from scratch and go again. Now that's not always an option for everyone, but that's something that, that some people may be um, able to consider. The third alternative from a, a seller's perspective is to pivot. Now this is particularly relevant if there is a real need to sell. So perhaps the vendor has already purchased the property um, and it's um, it's pretty important to get things done uh, and, and achieve a result. So first thing is to do is to look at, at your alternatives. Um, so perhaps things like, could I sell before that auction date or the conclusion of an expression of interest? Um, or should I perhaps change the method of sale? So maybe I was looking at, at selling via an auction, um, but after going through uh, a limited part of the campaign, we've realized that maybe we don't have the strength of interest that we were looking for. And if we go down the method of, of having an online auction, and if we've only got really one strong buyer, um, then it, it may put that one strong buyer in a, uh, in a very strong negotiating position if the property is likely to pass in at a Zoom auction, uh, and then they will be uh, able to, to achieve a, a potentially a better price. So if you convert that and change that method of sale from an auction to perhaps a private sale, then the uh, the agent and you as the vendor may be in a stronger negotiating position to um, keep things a little closer to your chest and, um, and get a, a better result. So things to bear in mind uh, if you are looking to, to take the pivot option as well. Okay, so let's have a look at things from a buyer's perspective. Now, I know I say this a lot, but preparation and organization are absolutely key when buying property, but that's never more important than when we are at risk of a lockdown. So really important to keep communication lines with the service providers that you're relying on open and understand what their level of availability to you is going to be. So mortgage brokers, um, 
is your finance ready to go or is your pre-approval period coming to a conclusion and does your broker need any further information in order to keep you available to buy during a lockdown period? Has there been any changes to your financial circumstances and therefore perhaps you need to speak to your financial planner or your accountant um, as well? Uh, what availability is your solicitor or conveyancer going to have to be able to check the contracts for you? Now, everything's done online these days, so that shouldn't be difficult, but it's just important to, to understand that. And as I've said a couple of times, the building inspector. Now, at the moment, it's difficult for them to be able to get access to properties, but um, when they are back up or when, when the lockdown uh, periods are eased, how quickly can they get out and start looking at properties for you so that perhaps you can take advantage of others that may not be as prepared as what you are? So once, if you if you are preparing, so rather than actually being in the lockdown like we are at the moment, but when the market is back up and running, um, to to cover off on um, the potential risk of a, a lockdown coming into play, get through a property that you've identified as early as possible within its campaign. So as soon as it comes online, get through it as quickly as you can, um, so that if a lockdown, a snap lockdown does appear fairly quickly, you've at least physically inspected the property and if you feel comfortable proceeding, you're able to do so. Um, and immediately commence your due diligence after you have identified it and you do think that it is going to be suitable for you. So um, that's particularly, again, relevant around building inspections for houses because they may not be able to get through it at a later date. And that can be a real ad advantage for you if you've had that done early days. Um, the other thing that, that uh, a lot of buyers are reticent to do, and I can understand why, is um, not communicating too much with agents and keeping things close to their chest. Now, what you really do need to make sure you do is register interest in a property. Now, that doesn't mean giving away your capacity and what you're prepared to spend, but it does mean letting the agent know that you do have an interest in the property and you would like to be keep informed if there's any changes or anything develops on that property. Because in these times, vendors can quite often get quite nervous. And if they feel as though there's only one buyer that might be interested in their property uh, and they need to sell fairly quickly, well, that one buyer who's been keeping in touch with the agent may well get the opportunity if they pay the price that the vendor's after, uh, it can move on fairly quickly. And you as the uh, buyer, even though you are interested, may not get a heads up. So even if, and I talked before about understanding the agent's process, that's really important. But if a vendor gives clear instructions to an agent to say, no, look, I'm happy with that price. I just want you to sell it. I want the certainty. They may not come back to you. So it's really important to make sure that the uh, that you do register interest and that the agent keeps you in the loop. Um, and that, that therefore means that you also understand the agent, uh, what the agent's processes are. So things like, are they going to proceed with that campaign? Are they going to postpone it and push it back a week or two? Or are they going to pivot and change it to a different method of sale? If you're keeping in touch with the agent, you'll know what all those three, or which of those three options the agent's going to take, and you, then you can adapt accordingly and implement your strategy. The most important thing that I would say to buyers is communication, but ask questions. So if you're not sure about something, ask the agent. If you've got, um, if you're not sure about something in regards to that your service providers can help you with, ask them questions. Whether that be a conveyancer, a broker, if you're using a buyer's advocate or a, a um, property advisor, then ask them questions so that uh, you can move as quickly as you need to. 
So that was the main three things, uh, main two things, sorry, that I, or the two elements that I wanted to discuss. So the stories today um, are quite current, obviously, given that um, they've occurred typically over the last 12 months. So they're um, they're quite prudent. We've had some pretty good examples of, um, of being able to adapt to times in the current market. So I'll start with the selling side of things. Um, I've had one recently um, that uh, we decided to adopt the proceed approach um, with this with this campaign. Uh, we'd had really good engagement over the recent weeks with this property. It had um, it had responded really well. We had really good feedback. The um, open for inspections had been very well attended. Um, and we'd had really good engagement from buyers that they uh, felt like they'd had enough time and um, to do their due diligence, uh, and they felt as though they were comfortable to proceed, and they all felt comfortable with a Zoom, in this instance, Zoom auction. So um, it was very close to the end of the campaign when the lockdown commenced, so that also helped things as well. We'd had a, a predominantly the whole campaign go ahead. So. We ended up having three parties get involved with bidding. There were a number of others that attended the Zoom auction but didn't stick their hand up. Um, but three parties that got involved and we ended up um, successfully selling that property for 10% above um, the reserve. So the vendor was really happy with it um, and felt very comfortable that the process had been explained and were ver was very happy that they did decide to proceed with that campaign. So that was good. Um, another one from a selling perspective is we uh, elected to pivot one of our other campaigns in recent times. So um, again, the depth of the campaign with this one, uh, we'd had a really we'd gone a long way through, but the um, the level of interest probably wasn't as strong as we'd originally hoped. There was a couple of slight compromises with this property, and so those compromises we expected to be a bit of an issue, and that did prove to be the case. Um, we got about two three days before. Um, the auction was meant to occur and, uh, and the lockdown kicked in. So at that stage, we had one standout buyer and two others that were interested, but it, um, not perhaps at the same level. So we converted this one to a private sale um, and negotiated with all three parties, but fully aware that we had one that was um, well and truly above the others. And that was the reason for converting it to a private sale rather than proceeding with the auction, because it enabled us to, to keep the uh, the price point at a higher level and we ended up achieving the vendor's reserve which was a really strong result for that property and if we had have proceeded with that to the uh, online auction um, I don't believe we would have been able to get to that figure so it was a, it was the right decision to make and again vendors were very very comfortable with that and very happy with the advice. Now if we look at the buying side of things this was one that um, I uh, negotiated uh, back in July August last year 2020 so um, this was a property that we were looking at off market, but there were a number of people that were looking at this property and it was for, for some home buyer clients of ours. And there were a number of people that had inspected this property as well, apart from ourselves. Um, we could see going towards the end of July, as most of the, um, the, the state could, that conditions with COVID were getting worse um, and that it, we were looking down the barrel of some pretty tight um, tight restrictions um, with a, a further in lockdown. And I knew that the clients really liked this property. We'd been looking for a fair while and they were very keen on it. So as soon as the lockdown was announced, we did have a little window last year. I um, quickly arranged our building inspector to get out there and get through the property, which he did, which was great. Um, and this property was a period home. It did have some cracking in it, so it did create a bit of uncertainty for buyers. But once we had the building inspection done, we were quite comfortable with what was causing that cracking. However, 
those that weren't able to get that clarity didn't have that that understanding. So we did catch a number of buyers off guard. Interestingly, with that one too, I did have the agent come to me and say, would you be prepared to allow one of the other buyers to have a look at your building inspection report or, or buy it from the building inspector? And I, I said, absolutely not. Um, we were the ones that got ourselves organized. In, in some instances, I'm comfortable with that, but that was part of the strategy and, and it was to our advantage. So I said no in that instance and, and we were successful and, and bought that property what I felt at the time was well below market, and I certainly think with the way the markets um, rebounded this year, that it, we uh, that we have bought that extremely well, and those clients have um, have moved in and will do some work, and it will be um, a great result for them. So, again, making sure that you're organised and, and have that um, that confidence to proceed um, makes a big difference on that buying side of things. So that's about it for today's podcast. Thanks again for joining me for episode eight of the Rewarding Property Decisions podcast. As I say every week, please feel free to share the podcast with friends and family. We, we do want to get as much coverage as, as we possibly can. And if you would like further information on how to make rewarding property decisions, please visit our website, wakeland.com.au. We wish you all the best with your property decisions.